Welcome to the Zen-ish Mommy Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Gershman, and while I may never reach enlightenment, you will find me here cussing and laughing along the way. This podcast is a place for all women to connect, educate themselves, and slow down because you deserve a moment to pause and press play. Hey, it's your Zen Mommy, and welcome back to another episode giving you practical, bite-sized, digestible pieces of meditation and mindfulness exercises so that you can bring a little Zen into your life. I have a real treat for you today. I want to welcome Corey Whitland. She's a life coach, educator, and mindfulness facilitator with over 20 years of experience working with youth, families, and community organizations. She is here to do an incredible little body scan that you can use throughout the day. You can come back to this episode. It really is super effective at releasing tension and reducing our stress. Corey's personal experiences as a parent to children with executive functioning challenges, as well as many years of supporting families navigate neurodiversity, led her to this work of mindfulness. Through her years in education, she saw the need for parents, students, and adults to have support in showing up for themselves in a meaningful and compassionate way, while also working on being mindful on their journey to reach their goals. These experiences led her to pursue mindfulness education and coaching for folks in executive dysfunction. She soon saw firsthand in her own family and through the work with her clients that when someone is able to combine living in the present moment with a strong understanding of what motivates them, what is keeping them stuck, and what works specifically for them, that is when the magic happens. Through her experience, it has become clear that there is no quick fix and definitely a no-size-fits-all program, and it is her pleasure to guide clients in finding their path and desired outcome. She is here today to guide you and give you this mindfulness-based practice so that you can use at home. This is great to also do with your children, anyone like at my house, I've got a lot of neurodiversity, any of your kiddos that might be suffering with any executive functioning dysfunction, uh, this is a great exercise for them too. Stay tuned. Hey, Corey, welcome. And thank you so much for sharing because the listeners get tired of me (laughs) shouting from the rooftop and how mindfulness is so important in bringing joy in our life. So I love to bring on guests that are schooled in mindfulness-based practices and believe it and share it with the listeners. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and share this passion and these practices that have changed my life. And I think you know, really support us living in a present, authentic way, so much so. And I love, I read a little bit about your background with neurodiversity and how mindfulness really helps with that. Can you give the listeners a little insight on your experience? Yes. So besides being a mindfulness facilitator, I'm also an executive functioning coach for neurodiverse folks. I work with littles all the way to adults. And the research shows and my experience shows that when we can support folks that are neurodiverse in these mindfulness practices, it supports them in attending longer, focusing longer, emotional regulation, staying on task, connection with other people. Because if we can connect with ourselves and we can have that compassion for ourselves, then that obviously radiates out to other people as well. So mindfulness is supportive for all people, but especially people who, you know, have challenges with executive functioning, which is kind of getting along in the world, doing what you need to do, staying on task, staying motivated. It really is so essential for those skills. And it's so cool because, you know, through science and MRI studies, we are able to see that it 
literally changes what's happening in the brain. It literally makes those neurological connections. So I say it's like going to the gym for your brain, right? Like if you do mindfulness outside of that time of reactivity, then your brain automatically goes back to those practices and goes back to what is going to get you from an activated state to a neutral state so much more quickly. So I think it's essential for people that are neurodiverse and all people in general, really. Well, and it really is a tool for empowerment because we recognize that you know, we can change our reactive patterns, that we can show up more present and more joyful. And that, yeah, it takes a little effort, but that's where these mindfulness-based practices come in. You keep doing it. I love it. I say it the same way that it's like working out your biceps, you work out your brain, meditation is a practice, mindfulness is a practice, but you keep coming back to it. And you do see those changes show up in your life. And I think the people around you, the people that you interact with, your loved ones, they see the changes too. Exactly. And it's contagious, right? If you can show up authentically with self-compassion, with compassion for others, if you can stay in that kind of regulated state and not get pushed totally over with every trigger, then other people see that. And and it really does help other people. I mean, we have mirror neurons, right? People then mirror our behaviors and mirror the way that we respond. And it supports everyone around you. Exactly. I totally agree. I love it. And you've got a little treat for the listeners. What practice are you going to guide them through today? So today we're going to do a modified body scan. So in this body scan, we focus on the five areas where we most feel tension, where when we are triggered, our body responds first. And why I love doing a body scan is so often we don't pay attention to our bodies, right? We only pay attention to our bodies if we want it to do something or look a certain way or act a certain way. And our bodies have so much wisdom. Our bodies are the first thing that tell us when something's wrong, right? I'm sure we've all had that where our heart speeds up, our breath rate increases, or we get sweaty. And so often we just ignore those signs. And that is part of why people tend to go straight into that reactivity. Because when we ignore those signs from our body, our body thinks, oh my gosh, something's really, really wrong. I better really send a signal because we're ignoring this. We also, especially women, tend to really ignore when we're in pain. How often do we hear about women who haven't gone to the doctor or haven't cared for themselves? And I think part of that is we just really are conditioned to ignore our body. And so if a body scan, we can pay attention in a non-judgmental way. We don't want it to do anything. We don't want it to look a certain way. We're just listening to all the wisdom it has. And it really can be a helpful tool of helping us move from that really reactive kind of difficult time to a more calm, neutral state. This is also a great practice to do if you're having insomnia. <laughs> it helps to calm your body down. So, so that is what I'm going to introduce us today and walk us through today. Awesome. Let's get started. Okay. So. To start, I invite you to find a comfortable position. If it feels right and it feels comfortable, closing your eyes or gazing downward, just settling into the day wherever you are, whatever's going around you. Taking two or three really deep cleansing breaths. Noticing the breath as it enters your body and exits your body. 
Now we're going to bring our attention to our stomach area. Almost like you have a flashlight. Flashing all your attention just on your stomach. If it feels comfortable, you can even rest your hands on your stomach area. Just noticing what you feel there. There might be tightness, fullness, hunger. Just seeing what information this area is giving you. Taking a couple deep breaths, seeing if you can breathe into your stomach area and out. Letting yourself just feel whatever is there. No need to change anything or do anything. And with one more last breath, let's bring our attention to our chest. Sometimes it feels right to put your hand over your heart. Noticing what it feels like as your chest rises and falls with every breath. Paying particular attention to any emotions that might be housed here in this area. Your heartbeat. there is tightness in your chest, noticing that, seeing if you can breathe into it, acknowledging it. At any time in this practice, if your mind starts to wander, just noticing that and with kind, non-judgmental awareness, just bring your attention back to this area. Our brains are conditioned to wander and it's okay, right? Bring it right back when you notice. Now slowly and gently bringing your awareness to your arms. You can let your arms relax down by your side. Seeing if you feel any temperature, tingling. You can even shine that flashlight up one arm and slowly down the other. Our arms do so much for us. They carry so much for us. So acknowledging that, maybe sending a little gratitude. Then with one more breath, we're gonna bring our attention up to our neck. Whenever I check in with my neck, I also like to check in with my jaw. It's all connected. If your jaw is tight or clenched, seeing if you can relax it. Just being curious. You can even do yes or no or roll your neck, seeing what that feels like. Trying to send that breathing, that breath, that cleansing breath into your neck area and out. Again, just noticing what is there, being curious about what this area has to offer. And one more really deep, big breath. We're going to bring our attention to our shoulders and our upper back. Sometimes it can be helpful to kind of shrug your shoulders up and then just feel what it feels like to relax them down. Rolling them. Breathing into that upper back area. If there is any tightness or tension there, just breathing into it. 
breathing out. I'm going to give you a minute now. I'm going to invite you to just check in with the rest of your body. Noticing if there's any areas that are asking for your attention, any areas that need a little extra breath or a little extra care. And reminding yourself if, if there's nothing showing up for you in these areas, that's great too. That's a sense of awareness as well. So taking a couple more deep breaths in and out. And I invite you to open your eyes when you're ready. Thank you. Thank so you. Much Welcome for, back. For sharing your gifts and your guidance with the listeners. Oh, good. I feel more focused and grounded and relaxed. Awesome. I always, anytime I do that, even when I'm sharing that practice, I'm always noticing something new. I'm like, oh, there you are. Thanks for showing up and giving me some information. I love little, it. With little it. part. Yeah, that kind, just gentle awareness. And we start to bring our focus and attention out of the thinking mind. It gets crazy in there and just into the present moment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Thank so you where so can listeners find more about you? Where can they follow you? Yeah. So listeners can find me on Insta at Whiteland Coaching Services. It's W-I-G-H-T-L-I-N or my website, which is whitelandcoachingservices.com. And I provide one-on-one coaching. I provide family coaching. Like I said, I'm working with anyone from eight to eight and just really love supporting folks and showing up in that present kind and curious way and working towards whatever it is and that they want to do and past whatever is keeping them stuck. So it's something I, I love doing. Wonderful. And we'll put all the links in the show notes and remember community, you can come back to this practice time and time again in moments of stress and also in moments of just being able to check in. So when we're able to practice that, when we're not in that fight or flight response, it's nice. Our body gets more conditioned. We're like, oh yeah, relax. I remember that state and you can access it a little easier. So come back and use these practices again. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in until next time.